Building the Domestic Church Spiritual Preparation for Family Life Annie Burley tells us the importance of spiritual preparation for marriage. Presently doing her master's in theology, Annie Burley lives in Kochi, India with her husband and their three daughters. Marriage is a gift from God where a man and a woman are called to live a life of love and faithfulness and to be a sign to the world of the love between God and his people. It is marriage that forms the domestic church of the family where virtues and vocations are cultivated. These virtues flow outward from the family to the world around them. The welfare of the family is decisive for the future of the world and that of the church, says Pope Francis. As we witness a culture that threatens and attacks the family, couples entering into marriage need to get prepared in all the ways that they can. A few suggestions on how one can spiritually prepare for marriage would be a strong personal relationship with God. Every person called to it has hopes and dreams about marriage. Sometimes these dreams can be quite brilliant and quite unrealistic too. Someone who will always be there for me, someone who will understand me, someone who will take care of me, someone who will make me happy, someone who will always think of me, and so on. But we have to face reality when it comes. After the initial years, one cannot always be the center of one's spouse attraction. He or she cannot make their spouse feel good all the time. And it can be tiresome for a wife or a husband to continually please their spouse. Human beings were created primarily for a relationship with God, to know, love and serve Him. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord, says Saint Augustine. We must first fill our thirst for communion with God before we fill it with human beings. No creature can fulfill the deep longings and aspirations of our heart. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Psalms 37 4. Very often we look to other human beings to fulfill desires which God alone can satisfy. So before you enter into marriage, build your relationship with God, know who you are in Him and experience who you are to Him. When you are secure in your loved relationship with the ever-present God who sees you as the apple of His eye and understands you better than anyone ever can, you are free to love others. Pray for your future spouse. Marriage is a beautiful and enjoyable experience, yet being in close contact with a person throughout our lives can sometimes be challenging. We may feel like they are too demanding. We may feel like they have restricted our freedom. But there is hope. I know several people who have prayed for their future spouses long before they met, and they seem to have a deeper and mature level of understanding with their spouses. Nothing can help us connect to another person better than prayer. God knows our spouse, what he or she looks like, where he or she is right now, what his or her good and bad qualities are, and how she or he acts and reacts, what she or he is going through right now, 
He sees our future spouse every moment and knows everything about and is watching over him or her. So much before we set our eyes on our partner, we can get down on our knees and pray for him or her. It can be a short prayer, a rosary, a divine mercy chaplet, anything to place him or her in the Lord's care. It will pave the road when both come together. Numerous internet resources are out there to help pray for future spouses. One can pray for the spouse to come to a deeper knowledge of God, to love God above everything else, to always seek the Lord's will in his or her life, and to find his or her purpose in life, to find joy in helping others, to be protected from all harm, to live a chaste life, to develop a disciplined and responsible lifestyle, to be kind and merciful, to be hardworking and diligent, to make wise choices in life, to have godly friends for his or her parents and siblings. You could also ask the Lord to mold you to be a suitable wife or husband to your spouse, that you become a person confident in the Lord and give first place to God in your heart, that your heart may remain pure and your eyes and ears be open to others' needs, that your mouth may speak words of wisdom and grace, and that you have an understanding heart, patient and forgiving, that you may grow to love and appreciate hard work, that you may grow to be a person who sees good in others and that you may develop healthy habits. There are some who maintain a journal where they write down their prayers for their future spouse, write letters about the present, their thoughts and ideas of their future spouse, marriage and family, etc. The journal is then presented as a gift to their spouse on their wedding day. Discover God's view of marriage and family. While we spend more than two decades of our life reading and studying hard to build a career, the time we spend to study for the lifelong vocation of marriage is often negligible. Most often, we get our views on marriage from worldly models of marriage portrayed in movies and stories that hardly bear any resemblance to real life. The culture in which we live has come to appreciate anti-marriage and anti-family values. No wonder divorce rates are rising. We would do well to gather from good couples the secrets of their happy married life. Observing families around us can also help us learn the do's and don'ts in the marriage. Further, we also need to read and study. Besides the Bible, we need books that educate us to live the vocation of marriage to the fullest. It would be good to invest in books such as The Three to Get Married by Venerable Fulton J. Sheen, The Journey of Our Love, The Letters of St. Gianna Beretta and Pietro Molla, Holy Marriage, Happy Marriage, Faith-Filled Ways to a Better Relationship by Chris and Linda Padgett, The Marriage God Wants for You, why the Sacrament Makes All the Difference by Cardinal Donald Viewer. The Good News About Sex and Marriage by Christopher West. Beloved and Blessed Wisdom for Family Life by Kimberly Han. And a Call to a Deeper Love 
the family correspondence of the parents of St. Teresa of Child Jesus. Those interested in serious study can go for books like Love and Responsibility and Theology of the Body of St. John Paul II as well. Despite all our preparations, we may still be anxious. If only we had some clarity. Once someone asked Mother Teresa to pray for him to get clarity about his vocation, since she seemed to have so much clarity. Her reply was, I have never had clarity. What I always had was trust. So I will pray that you trust God. Let's place our trust in Jesus and wait patiently, knowing that our future is in the hands of a loving God.